Rising Above Shadows of Abuse podcast. I'm your host, Grace Osborne. Thank you for joining me on this exciting journey. In relation to stalking, Grace Spinks was fatally injured in a field where she had gone to look after a horse. She eventually died on June the 18th, 2021. She had been stalked by her former colleague, Michael Sellers, who was found dead shortly afterwards. A petition called Grace's Law to help protect people who report stalking to police was initiated. Welcome to today's episode of Rising Above Shadows of Abuse podcast. Today we'll be discussing about stalking and harassment. What is stalking? What is harassment? When someone repeatedly behaves in a way that makes you feel scared, distressed or threatened, then you're being harassed or stalked. There are different types of stalking and harassment and anyone can be a victim. Stalking and harassment are offences under the Protection from Harassment Act 1997. Someone you know could be harassing you like a neighbour, a stranger, people from your local area. Harassment may include antisocial behaviour, sending abusive text messages, sending unwanted gifts, unwanted phone calls, letters, emails or visits, bullying at school or in the workplace, cyber stalking, using the internet to harass someone. It's harassment if the unwanted behavior has happened once or more than once. Sexual harassment is unlawful as a form of discrimination under the Equality Act 2010. The act says it's sexual harassment if the unwanted behavior violates your dignity, creates an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating, and offensive environment. This includes the digital environment online. Some examples of sexual harassment includes sexual comments, jokes, or gestures, staring at your body, using names like slots, horror, unwanted sexual communications like emails, texts, DMs, groping and touching, sharing sexual photos or videos, someone exposing themselves, pressuring you to do sexual things or offering you something in exchange for sex. Some of these have also forms of sexual or indecent assault. Stalking is like harassment, but it's more aggressive. It's intense. The stalker will have an obsession with the person they are targeting. Someone you know could be stalking you. It could be an ex-partner, a person you were friends with, or it might be a stranger. If it's someone you know, it doesn't mean that it's your fault. It's still stalking and it's an offense. Stalking includes repeatedly going uninvited to their homes, 
checking someone's internet use, email or other electronic communication, regularly following someone, hanging around somewhere they know the person often visits, watching or spying on someone, interfering with their property, identity theft, that is signing up to services, buying things in someone's name. It's stalking if the unwanted behavior has happened more than once. There are warning signs of stalking. These are when the behavior you're experiencing is fixated, unwanted, obsessive, and repeated. Online stalking and harassment. Social networking sites, chat rooms, gaming sites and other forums are often used to stalk and harass someone, for example, to get personal information, damaging the reputation, spamming and sending viruses, to communicate, calls, text messages, emails, social media, creating fake accounts, tricking other internet users into harassing or threatening others, identity theft, threats to share private information, photographs, copies of messages. Closely connected groups may also be subjected to collective harassment. The primary intention of this type of harassment is not generally directed at an individual, but rather at members of a group. This could include members of the same family, residents of a particular neighborhood, groups of a specific identity, including ethnicity or sexuality, for example, the racial harassment of the users of a specific ethnic community center, harassment of a group of disabled people, harassment of gay clubs or of those engaged in the specific trade or profession. Harassment of an individual can also occur when a person is harassing others connected with the individual knowing that this behavior will affect their victim as well as the other people that the person appears to be targeting their actions towards. This is known as stalking by proxy. Family members, friends and employees of the victim may be subjected to this. Stalking. The Protection of Freedom Act 2012 created two new offenses of stalking by inserting new sections. 2A and 4A into the PHA 1997. The new offenses which came into force on 25th November 2012 are not retrospective and provide further options for prosecutors to consider these selecting charges. PHA is Protection from Harassment Act 1997. The PHA was brought into force on 16 June 1997 and was amended by the Protection of Freedoms Act 2012 to include two new specific offenses of stalking through the insertion of Section 2A and 4A. A court dealing with a person convicted of any of these offenses, including those under Section 2, 2A, 4 or 4A of the PHA, may make a restraining order prohibiting the defendant from doing anything described in the order. This order can be made in addition to a custodial sentence or other sentence. The order can be especially useful in preventing continued stalking and harassment by defendants, 
including those who are given sentences of imprisonment. The PHA includes the following provisions. Harassment, Section 2, a summary-only offense carrying a maximum of six months imprisonment and or a level 5 fine. Stalking, Section 2A, a summary-only offense carrying a maximum of six months imprisonment and or a level 5 fine. Fear of violence, Section 4, an either-way offense carrying a maximum of 10 years imprisonment and or a fine on indictment. Stalking, involving fear of violence or serious alarm or distress. Section 4A, an either-way offense carrying a maximum of 10 years imprisonment and or a fine on indictment. Breach of a civil injunction. Section 3.6, an either-way offense carrying the same penalty as for the Section 4 offense. Breach of a restraining order. Section 5.5, an either-way offense carrying the same penalty as for the Section 4 offense. A tort of harassment created by Section 3. Crime and Disorder Act 1998. Prosecutors should know that there may be cases of stalking and harassment which may be linked with racial or religious hatred. Section 2A and 4A, PHA 1997. Stalking offenses which are also racially and religiously aggravated are covered under Part 2 of Schedule 9 of the Protection of Freedoms Act 2012. Prosecutors should consider Section 32 of the Crime and Disorder Act 1998, which provides for two racially or religiously aggravated harassment offenses, provided the racial or religious aggravation test in Section 28 of the CDA 1998 Act met. Cyberbullying Seban YouTuber and Twitch streamer, 21-year-old Christiana Kika Dukic, was found dead on 10th December at 11.40pm by the police in the Serbian capital Belgrade. The influencer had recently experienced terrible online bullying with trolls, sending hateful and spiteful messages on her social media pages. Cyberstalking refers to the use of the internet and other technologies to harass or stalk another person online, and is potentially a crime in the United Kingdom and other countries. This online harassment, which is an extension of cyberbullying and in-person stalking, can take the forms of emails, social media posts, text messages, and more, and is often methodical, deliberate, and persistent. Most of the time, the interactions do not end, even if the recipient expresses their displeasure or asks the person to stop. The content directed at the target is often inappropriate and sometimes even disturbing, which can leave the person feeling fearful, anxious, worried or distressed. Cyberstalking is a growing problem. While some of the online harassment that people in the survey experienced was just nuisance behaviors, nearly one in five said they had experienced severe forms of online harassment.
These actions included physical threats, sexual harassment, and stalking. Examples of cyber stalking. When it comes to cyber stalking, those who engage in this behavior use a variety of tactics, techniques to harass, humiliate, intimidate, and control their targets. Most times, these people engage in cyber stalking are technologically savvy as well as creative and come up with a multitude of ways to torment, harass their here are some examples of things people who cyberstalk might do. Post offensive, rude, or suggestive comments online. Follow the target online by joining the same groups and forums. Send threatening, controlling, or lewd messages or emails to the target. Use technology to threaten or blackmail the target. Tag the target in posts excessively even if they have nothing to do with them. Comment on or like everything the target posts online. Create fake accounts to follow the target on social media. Message the target repeatedly. Hack into or hijack the target's online accounts. Attempt to extort sex or explicit photos. Send unwanted gifts or items to the target. Release confidential information online. Post or distribute real or fake photos of the target. Bombard the target with sexually explicit photos of themselves. Create fake posts designed to shame the victim. Track the target's online movements by installing tracking devices. Hack into the target's camera on their laptop or smartphone as a way to secretly record them. Continue the harassing behavior even after being asked to stop. Consequences of cyberstalking. Just like stalking, cyberstalking has the potential to cause a wide range of physical and emotional consequences for those who are targeted. It's not uncommon for those who are being harassed online to experience fear, confusion, and anger. They might also have trouble and complain of stomach trouble. The consequences of cyberstalking also impacts a person's mental health and overall well-being. Frequently, people who have been the target of cyberstalking experience distress, anxiety, and depression. There's even some reports that targets of cyberstalking may experience post-traumatic stress disorder and suicidal ideation. If you're experiencing this, seek professional support or su professional help. How do you prevent cyberstalking? When it comes to preventing cyberstalking, it's important that you take the necessary precautions to protect yourself online. It's not possible to completely prevent cyberstalking from occurring. There are steps you can take to increase your security and reduce the likelihood of it happening. Always make security a priority.
The first step in preventing cyberstalking is to ensure that your devices and your online accounts are as secured as possible. Take these necessary steps. Always create strong passwords. Make sure you have strong passwords for all your online accounts, as well as strong passwords for your devices. Then set a reminder on your phone to regularly change your passwords. Choose passwords that could be difficult to guess, but are easy for you to remember. Be sure to log out every time. Keep tracks of your devices. Don't leave your phone sitting on your desk at work or walk away from an open laptop. It only takes a minute or two for someone to install a tracking device or hack your device. So always make sure to keep these things in your possession and that they are securely kept away. Use caution on public Wi-Fi. Recognize the fact that if you use public Wi-Fi at your hotels or at the local coffee shop, you are putting yourself at risk for hacking. Try to refrain from using public Wi-Fi or invest in VPN. Practice online safety habits. In other words, make it a priority to only accept friends' requests from people you know and keep your posts private. You should also consider having one email address that is specifically for your online activity. Use this email when you do your online shopping or join loyalty programs. Practice good digital hygiene. In order to protect yourself from cyber stalking, it's important to practice good digital hygiene. What this means is you are aware of the digital footprints you're creating online and you're taking steps to protect your accounts and your identity. Here are some things you should be doing on a regular basis. Take advantage of security settings. Go through each of your online accounts, especially your social media accounts, and ensure that you are using the strongest privacy setting as possible. You can even establish settings where people cannot tag you or post pictures of you without your approval first. Create generic screen names rather than using your full name online. Consider developing a gender-neutral screen name or pseudonames. By doing so, you're making it harder for people to find you online. You also should leave the optional section like your date of birth or your hometown blank. Keep locations secured. Be careful with online dating sites. Refrain from using your full name on online dating sites. You also should avoid giving out personal information like your last name, address, email and telephone number until you have met the person and established a level of trust. Perform a social media audit. It's always a good idea to go through your social media accounts and remove photos of posts that provide too much information about you or that create an image you don't want out there. Keep in mind to that even if you have blocked someone on social media, they may be able to still see your account by using another person's account or by creating a fake profile. How to cope with cyber stalking. You can always increase your safety and come back to what you're experiencing. Here's everything you need to do about dealing with cyber stalking.
Set up roadblocks. Tell the person to stop. Respond only once to the person cyber stalking you and tell them to stop contacting you. You don't need to say anything specific or explain your answer. Just ask them to never contact you again. Block the person. Make sure you block the person cyber stalking you from all your accounts. You should block them on social media and on your smartphone. Refuse to respond to any contact. If the person cyber stalking continues to find ways to contact you, do not respond to anything they post or send you. Change email address and screen names. Consider getting a new email address and changing your online screen names to make it harder for the person cyber stalking you to reach you. Increase security. It's important to remember that people who engage in cyber stalking are already crossing a number of personal boundaries in order to make contact with you. For this reason, you need to do everything you can to increase your safety. You should also prepare yourself for the possibility that their online harassment could escalate to in-person stalking. So, make sure you also take steps to keep yourself safe at home, school and work. It may even help to create a safety plan. Here are some other things you can do. Change passwords. Consider suspending online accounts. Get your devices checked. Take action. If you have asked the person cyber stalking you to stop and their behavior continues, it's important to take actions against them. This includes contacting the appropriate authorities and collecting evidence of their actions. You may also want to consider taking a lawyer. Here are the key points that will need addressing when taking action. The local police officers can let you know if there is anything else you need to do in order to stay safe. Always save evidence of everything. Even though you may feel like destroying everything, it's important to keep copies of everything the person cyber stalking you has sent. Make a copy for yourself and a copy for law enforcement agents. Notify the local police. It's important to notify the police and file an official complaint if you're being cyberstalked. Even if they cannot do anything right away, having an official complaint on file is important if the behavior persists or escalates. Report them to the site or service they use. If the person cyberstalking you harasses you through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, Gmail or other method, let the appropriate authorities know what you're experiencing. Many times, these organizations take complaints of cyberstalking seriously and we address the matter. Cyberstalking laws. There are laws that could be applied to cyberstalking cases as well. The Computer Fraud and Abuse Act could be used to charge someone if the target has been secretly recorded using their own computer or in situations where the perpetrators gained access to sexual photos or videos through unauthorized access to the target's computer. Likewise, a person may be charged with extortion 
if they publish or threaten to publish private photos or videos of another person with the intention of forcing them to do something they don't want to do, especially if they communicated through phones, computers, or the internet. Anyone using telecommunication devices to annoy, abuse, harass, or threaten another person spoofing means they disguise the number that appears on the target's caller's ID. This is a crime and they are likely to be charged. Information got from www.verywellmind.com Walking safely in the UK. The WalkSafe app is now the fastest growing safety app in the UK. It's a map which allows people to plan their safest route home by looking at recent crime data. The app encourages people to have precautionary measures to avoid crime rather than reactionary measures when in an adverse situation. If you've enjoyed this episode, kindly listen, subscribe, and give a review. Thank you and see you on our next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I appreciate all my listeners for subscribing, commenting and reviewing the podcast. Continue to push, push on and never give up. Thank you and see you in our next episode. Rising Above Shadows of Abuse podcast. I'm your host, Grace Osborne. Thank you for joining me on this exciting journey.